0: Hello again, everyone. Welcome back to the Life Term Booking Podcast. My name is Stephen and we are looking at the full career of one pack. Current AEW superstar, former WWE superstar, former Dragon Gate superstar. And yeah, we're looking at his in-ring career thus far, from his debut all the way back in 2004 up to the present day. Uh, first part, which is available, hopefully, in various places, providing Spotify, iTunes, etc., have accepted it. Uh, that details his career from a like, sort of part-time beginnings in 2004, 2005 to becoming an established name on the European scene in 2006, where already he has he's been a champion with X Dub and One Pro Wrestling, and with main event wrestling, no three count wrestling. And he has already gotten the ring with the likes of El Generico, Drew McIntyre, Sheamus, Alistair Black, Colt Cabana, Bad Bones, and AJ Styles. So we're going to look at part two now, looking at 2007 2008. 2007 was a bit of a big year for Pac. He would compete in the inaugural King of Europe Cup. It was also, so far, the only King of Europe Cup. It kind of worked in a similar way to the Super 8 tournaments that a lot of US independent promotions like to use. Big difference being there were 16 competitors because this is Europe and we must get one over on America any chance we can get. 16 competitors from 16 different promotions and despite the fact it is called the Euro, but well, the King of Europe Cup, there we go. It has amongst others, Chris Hero from CZW, Claudio Castagnoli from uh, Shikara. Nigel McGuinness representing Ring of Honor, Ryan representing TNA, and Go Shiozaki representing Pro Wrestling Noah. This was at a time where a lot of American indie promotions had like um, collaborative deals with British and European independent promotions. So like they just like exchanged talent, and that's why a lot of these guys got exposure on the European scene and why they can get invited. It's kind of like Eurovision if Eurovision was a wrestling tournament, so there we are. Uh, Pack in 2007 would return to the likes of PWG, Dub, MEW, uh, Three Count Wrestling and One Pro, which we will get to of course, but he would make uh, his debut for companies such as TNA, Ring of Honor, Shikara, and of course Dragon Gate, which would have a slight effect on his career going forward. And we will, we will all get to that, don't you worry, but from 110 matches, In 2007, we will start, as we probably should, with January, and PAC would immediately start with a debut for one TNA, the Orlando-based promotion at the time, I think they would moved. No, yeah, they were Orlando at the time. Either way, they were over in Europe with a bunch of collaborative show with, and I'm sorry for anyone who's Portuguese listening, Associacao Portuguesa de Wrestling. Fuck you, I nailed that. Um, Yeah, so TNA and APW, based in Portugal, did like a couple of collaborative shows. Like I said before, a lot of American indies worked with a lot of uh, European indies just to like exchange talent, get a name further afield. Um, And part of that was PAC for two nights of the tour would compete in a Fatal Four Way number one contendership match for the TNA Exhibition Championship. The match had the same people and had the same winner each time and it was Johnny Storm going over on Jody fleisch Spud and our boy Pack. I have looked through other dates in this tour and I can't see where Johnny Storm actually gets his his X Division Championship match. Um so I think he might have been conned. Uh from there he does make multiple defenses of his one pro wrestling open weight championship across one night across two promotions, in one night across two promotions, I should say. On the 13th, he first of all main-evented a 3CW show against Stevie Lynn, a successful championship uh, defence, and similar results against Kid Cash a little bit later for One Pro Wrestling. This All of this happening in the sunnier climes of Doncaster. Um, literally, a week and a bit prior, he was in... Lisbon and Porto wrestling for TNA, and now he's in Doncaster wrestling Kit Cash. Wrestling's a funny old thing. Uh, it gets even funnier because immediately, 24 hours later, uh, Pack is doing triple duty for Irish Whip Wrestling. Uh, he's part of a one-night tournament to crown the inaugural IWW Zero Gravity Champion. Uh, he gets through to the he gets through the first round. He gets through to the semis. In the final, he loses to Bingo Balance, which is a fantastic name for a professional wrestler. One night later, he is involved in another one night only tournament, this time for Fighting Spirit Federation, a French promotion operating out of Paris. In the semi-finals, he gets a win over one Steve Douglas, a future two-time X Dub world champion and a multiple-time champion across all of Europe, uh, before losing in the finals to that Wiley veteran, Kid Cash, who 2007, I think he must just finished up in his run with WWE, where he was a pit bull with Jamie Noble, which was a weird tag team at the time. Pat would successfully defend his Up World Lightweight Championship against Xtreme in Oberhausen, uh, just for shits and gigs. And then he finished up the month with a big six-man tag team match for IPW UK, as he teamed with Battalion and Paul Robinson to defeat Darkside and the Intouchables, Dave Morales definitely not Mastiff and Jack Storm. So, a nice exciting way to start your 2007. I miss 2007. Into February and it's a much quieter month in terms of number of matches, but they are there's a lot more bigger matches for Pac. He participated in the uh, in a real deal wrestling tournament. Some of these promotion names are just getting really really weird. Uh, he lost in the first round to a guy called Sam Slam. Fucking, <laughs> there's so much going on here. Uh, lost in the first round to Sam Slam. Uh, challenged for the IPW UK a little bit later on in a losing effort to Andy Boy Simmons. He participated in a number one contenders match for the Real Quality Wrestling Heavyweight Championship. Uh, he lost in a triple threat match to Jody Fleisch. A match that also involved Johnny Storm. A lot of mixing up with Jody Fleisch and Jodie Storm in his early career which I'm not upset by. I just wish I could find any sort of clip of them. I think I managed to find one online match between Pack and Jodie Fleisch. but it was after he left WWE and it was uh, not long before he joined AEW spoilers. Um, and Pack takes a really bad bump to the outside traps nerves in his hand because he's like constantly trying to like move his fingers and gets crotched on the top rope and it looks like something went wrong so not quite the spectacle i was hoping for between two of the uk's brightest professional wrestlers ever um a generational for two generations of british cruiserweights but fuck me i guess He would finish off the month by traveling back to California for PWG where he would get his very first win under the PWG banner, this time in a match against Kevin Steen that went over 20 minutes. And not only was it his first victory for PWG, it was his only win throughout the entire month of February. February, apparently a bit of a cruel month for our boy, Pac, but a big win over Kevin Steen. I wonder if these two would ever face each other ever again. PAC kickstarted March with a kind of debut for Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor in the UK, uh, I'm guessing doing some kind of like co-promoter show with a local promotion called Full Impact Pro. Uh, it was all in Liverpool for the Ring of Honor, the fifth year festival, Liverpool. Um, I only call it possibly co-promoter because in in the tour, uh, PAC would go up against Roderick Strong for Roderick Strong's FIP World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, he lost, so Roderick retained. Um, just because I know that there's a big old bike going by, fuck you. Because I know the Ring of Honor of today a lot better than I know the Ring of Honor then, and I don't know too much about the politics and logistics of what went behind going on behind the scenes at the time. I can only assume it was a crow-promoted event because ROH was much smaller at the time. Uh, the following night, others tour. Pack would compete again for ROH and another losing effort, this time to Matt Seidel. Um, again, at their peak, these, well, at this point in their careers, this would have been a really, really fun, flippy match. Hopefully, we can get something similar in AEW. Again, spoilers. During the month of March for dub Dead End 7 in Essen, uh, Pac went to a 30-minute epic against Chris Hero. Again, a match that would have probably been f- fucking blinding Pack would then team up with a competitor called MDog20, what a name, to challenge Bad Bones and Steve Douglas's FSF Tag Team Championships at an FSF show in Paris. It's really hard to say FSF quickly. Um, too many words, too many letters sound similar, I guess. Um, a lot of big names in this one. Oh God, a voice crack. Uh, Bad Bones will grow up to become John Klinger, as we mentioned in the previous episode. Steve Douglas, I mentioned a little bit earlier on, another big name for Dub. Mdog20 will grow up to become Matt Cross, better known as, to other people as well as Son of Havoc. the Matt Cross name, he become a bit of a staple on the indie circuit. Um, potentially, he's probably best known to a wider audience as Son of Havoc. Uh, he was a big name in Lucha Underground, where he was a three time Lucha Underground 3-0 champion. He won it twice with Angelico and Ivelisse, and then one more time with Kill The Shot, who was Isaiah Scott, and The Mac, who was Willie Mac. So, a very star-studded match, and people at the time probably didn't even realize. I can't find much report on this match, but for whatever reason, um, Mad Dog 20 and Pack did not see eye to eye, so this tag team title match opened up the show, and then the main event of the show, it would be Pac versus Mad Dog 20 um, with Pac getting over and this would bleed across into some rings of Europe matches, uh, another promotion based in Germany, over the next couple of days on the 24th for ROE Battle of the MVPs in Fürstenfeld. Sure. Uh, Pac would defeat Mad Dog 20 again. And then one night later for the Wachauer? Vach- Wachauer? go no, Wachauer. It makes me sound more dramatic for the Vacha Wrestling Trophy 2007 in the semi finals. You'd think Pac, he's already defeated dog 20 twice in the space of about half a week. This should be a piece of pish. It wasn't. Pac got beat in the semi finals. Um, of course, can he bloody win when it matters? Um, the bright side for Pack though is he didn't lose to a nobody again. dog 20, son of havoc. Uh, Matt Cross. Also the winner of the 2007 Wachawa Wrestling Trophy uh, for Rings of Europe, defeating someone called Tyler Black in the final. Wonder what happened to him. I'm also going to make that joke a lot. Uh, and I'm so sorry. Into April then, and Pack makes his first defence of the One Pro Wrestling Openweight Championship since January. He defeated Juventus Carrera via DQ at a 1PW show called Insurrection. Uh, it was a... Bit of a fuster cluck this one. So, during the match, and I think part of the finish, I think it was the finish actually, uh, the ring was stormed or there was interference by superstars from New Wrestling Evolution, a brand new promotion operating out of Italy. Um, as it transpired, the 1PW show was actually a co promoted show or co uh, financed show, whatever you want to call it, with NEW. Uh, this was like, NEW was one of those companies where they just had, they, I'm pretty sure they've gone under by now, but they had a short blast of a run where they got every big name, but not really you could think of and just managed to make money for a very short time. And it was very exciting for that little while. Um, Defiant is another similar one where they got loads of big names on the like shoestring budget and just made it work. Uh, TNA for those early days were guilty of it, and I can't think of a third. I guess, no, I was going to say progress, but progress just used a lot of big guys from Europe. Either way, uh, a lot of reports I've read show that it was a bit of a messy show because you had NEW constantly trying to say, hey, look at us, come check us out, come to Italy, watch our shows. and 1PW were like, we're trying to also book a sales here because this is like, although you've co-financed it, this is our names on the poster um, because you were a secret. So we're trying to build up our stories. It was kind of like another really shit invasion angle, um, but between two very upstart companies who were trying to make their name for themselves instead of one company desperately dying. Um, But yeah, more on pack in NEW a little bit later on. It gets a little bit weird but we just had to deal with it. One night later, and this is the part where I really hope something somewhere was pre-taped. I can't find any reason to believe that, but I just really hope it is because one night later, going from a show in Doncaster, Pack makes another appearance at PWG in Van Nuys, California for PWG's All-Star Weekend Five. Um, that is a hell of a trek if he's had to do Doncaster, change up, fly out, and do a match in California. His body clock must be worse than mine. In the first night of the weekend he challenged for the PWG World Championship in a losing effort to champion El Generico, which was probably pretty decent. And the next night he was in a losing match to Kaz Hayashi, a name I mentioned because he would, like so many others in this um, series, grow up to become someone quite prominent. He was a big name, he'd become a big name for All Japan Pro Wrestling, Michinoku Pro, and for Wrestle 1, where well, as a time of recording, he currently reigns as the Wrestle 1 World Champion. While staying in America, Pac would make his debut for Chikara, participating in, and give me a chance, the Rey de Veladoras tournament. Yeah, yeah, we'll go with Rey de Veladoras. Um, I can't see any reason why this is different to any other tournament. I've never watched the Chikara show. Um, I don't want to anymore following what happened last year. Hey ho, or what transpired over the past few years that was announced last year, you know what I mean? Pack was in a semi final match, a semi final four way elimination match uh, featuring Retail Dragon, Ricochet, and eventual winner Chuck Taylor. This all taken down at the Rey de Valadora's event in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Pack was the last man eliminated from the match. And Chucky T would go on to win the whole thing. So, a very common trait, which I would realize a little bit later on, is if you beat Pack in a tournament, there was a very good chance you would win the tournament. Um, don't know if that was a if that was a common thing or a, a planned thing, I should say, but it's just a very common occurrence, um, which I will. I reread my notes last night and I make it a really humdrum thing that like, look guys, look what I noted. So I'm going to be mentioning that a lot. Again, bear with. Towards the end of the month, Pac would start up that King of Europe Cup that I mentioned at the start of the show. Um, taking place in and around Liverpool. And the names, I've saved the names because the kind of competition this cup have for... I've never heard anyone mention it. Not even like the really... Marky Mark people mention it. Um, and I would love... I would love it if something similar happened in a modern day. Even... Well, I don't guess... The AEW Women's Eliminator Tournament thingy is probably the closest. But even then, that's using three companies. One of them being AEW. Um, You've got Tokyo, Tokyo Joshi Pro and... Uh, Sendai girls. I don't think anyone from Ah, uh, it's Sakura from Gato, officially. It's it's again. It's it's not really the same as this. So, the King of Europe Cup has or the entrants in it were Jody Fleisch, representing One Pro Wrestling, Claudio Castagnoli, who we now know as Cesaro, uh, wrestling for Chikara, Chris Hero wrestling for Combat Zone. Ryu Saito, more on him later, wrestling for Dragon Gate. Matt Seidel from IWA Mid-South. El Generico representing International Wrestling Syndicate. Our Boy Pack uh, representing um, IPW UK. Doug Williams with Premier Promotions. Davey Richards with Pro Wrestling Gorilla, Goh for Pro Wrestling NOAH. Trent Acid for Pro Wrestling Unplugged. Um, Martin Stone for Real Quality Wrestling, Nigel McGuinness representing Ring of Honor, Rhino, TNA, Aries, Aries? I never know how to pronounce it, I've only ever seen it written down, Aries for Dub X Dub, and Zebra Kid for WAW. And this was a, uh, a tournament that was also meant to have Roderick Strong representing Full and Beck Pro, um, but they had to drop out at the last minute. So this is a really big Ross for names for a random tournament in the middle of Europe that no one ever talks about. And again, I would love to have something similar at the um in like the modern day. You could easily have like IC Dub, X Dub again. Um. Get get even Dragon Gate back. Ultra Pro, uh, Ultra Pro? All Japan because they are like quite middling in their rankings for um Japanese wrestling at the moment. Uh, Preston Championship, Progress is on (laughs) a line. Oh God, Progress. Um, I feel like there's a bunch of names that I'm missing as well. Rev Pro, Riptide. And there's a bunch of like, mainland Europe promotions that I'm clearly like overlooking but you could easily get these sort of companies together. I, maybe get Australia there as well. PWA Black Label, why not? I think it could be something really, really cool. But what do I know? I'm just a wrestling fan of the internet. I mean nothing. Pack standing in the tournament would be a first-round win over Trent Acid, who represented uh, Pro Wrestling Unplugged, before losing in the quarterfinals to Ring of Honor's Nigel McGuinness. Again, like I said earlier, the whole tournament thing, Nigel McGuinness would go on to win the whole thing, defeating Premier Promotions' Doug Williams in the finals. Um, so you can... You can Brag to your mates that you know one more accolade of Nigel McGuinness, the NXT UK commentator than all your mates. You're welcome. Into May, and after the last couple of months where Pac has been losing a lot, uh, May, things get slightly more winning-y. Sure. Opens the month with a big six-man tag team victory at Dub 16-carat gold tournament 2007. Night two of the whole, he isn't in the main Um, tournament, but he is joined by Tenkwa, I think. Uh, Tenkwa and Tommy End, who we'll talk about a little bit more um, later, they defeated Absolute Andy, Davey Richards, and Steve Douglas. Those three individuals, um, Absolute Andy, Richards, and Douglas, between them, as of writing, there would be 24 world championships between them in the future, or like accumulatively in the future. Uh, That's for like Big old companies as well. Ring of Honor, PWG, Dub-X-Dub, um, CZW. So I think, again, it's hard to monitor it because this is like early iterations of all these men, but that that's a pretty big scalp for Tommy Yen, and Pac, and Tenkwa. I don't know much about Tenqua, I did not look him up at all, but either way. And also 24 World Championships between three people is pretty cool, I thought. Pack would then return to California for some uh, pretty game-changing shows for PWG. He was part of the Dynamite Duumvirate, I think is how you pronounce that word. The Dynamic Duumvirate Tag Team Championship Tournament to crown new PWG World Tag Team Champions. Uh, the previous champions, El Generico and Quicksilver, had to vacate the championships uh, after... Quicksilver sustained an injury that will unfortunately lead to the end of his career. It was later revealed to be a strain of MRSA or Mercer. I think he did come back very, very briefly a few years later, but I think as of recording, he is back to being retired. Um, I feel like I read that he's still involved with PWG in some capacity, although I can't remember. I wrote this part of the episode uh, about two weeks ago. Pack wasn't even meant to be in the tournament. It was meant to be Roderick Strong and Jack Evans, but at the last moment, Jack Evans was called back to Dragon Gate and Pack was chosen in his spice to team up with, with Roderick Strong. Weird how things turned out, I guess. In round one, uh, Strong and Pack defeated the team of Super Dragon and Davey Richards. Between them, they've already been former tag team champions in PWG already. In the semi-finals, Pack and Strong would defeat Masato Yoshino and Hiroki Doi. They were representing Dragon Gate again. Loads more on them a bit later, but they would um, become future Dragon Gate aces and future stablemates and enemies of Pack. Oh, the th- the thick plottens. In the finals, though, they were against eight-time by this point former tag team champions across various companies. I lost track of how many tag team champions they've won since um, I know Jay is a former world champion but in the finals Roderick Strong and Pack versus the Briscoe brothers and Pac and Strong only went and bloody did it didn't they they are your brand new kind of PWG world tag team champions this makes Pac a triple champion once again he is the champ Pack. he's Pac champ he's a champ 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 pack, pack, pack champion. Uh, this, of course, PWG World Tag Team Champion alongside his Dub World Lightweight Championship and the 1PW Openweight Championship. So our golden pack is back, back-to-back Samurai Jack. Um, after the, the golden era begun in uh, May, June pack, I think, took a deserved more relaxed schedule. Um, there's only one match of note. I think there was only one match in total, maybe two. There was a sole match for Park and Roderick Strong as they defended their newly won PWG World Tag Team Championships, keep getting that mixed up, against the Havana Pitbulls, Ricky Reyes and Rocky Romero for PWG Roger Dawn Knight in Burbank, California. So he gets to relax in Cali. Who doesn't want that, especially right now? July, though, after a prosperous May, a chill June, July is much different. July is full of injustices, quite frankly. Um, he, Pack would lose all of his championships, like all of them across 13 matches in July. Right? So we'll start with the 1PW Openweight Championship at the 1PW show Know Your Enemy. He had two matches in one night, both of them for the Openweight title. First of all, he defeated Doug Williams, El Generico, and Johnny Storm in a fatal four way. And then immediately afterwards, Pack would have to defend again. This time in a losing effort to James Wallace, ending his championship reign at 217 days. He was the inaugural 1PW openweight champion, and the disrespect he faced in this caused him to not come back for the UK for at least a while. I probably should have put a better timescale, but I didn't. Um, he would then try to escape to mainland Europe, but he would lose his Dub X Dub World Lightweight Championship to Dragon Kid, ending his that title reign at 210 days. He thought, fuck you, Europe. I've already la- fucked off the UK. Let me go back to America. They know how to treat a champion. Roderick Strong and Pack would lose their PWG World Tag Team Championships, fuck. to Kevin Steen and El Generico, ending their run at 70 days, which is further bullshitted by the fact that it was meant to be the Briscoe brothers challenging uh, strong and Pac for the tag team championships, and they were a last-minute sub in Steam and Generico. And they pack and Strong, they were prepared for one set of people, and then some random tag team got thrown in there. It's an injustice, and I'm surprised Pac didn't just leave the planet, because quite frankly, the UK fucked him, Europe fucked him, and America fucked him. It's fucking ridiculous. He would lose in two other championship matches at the time, uh, lose, trying to challenge for the IWW Zero Gravity Championship and the FSF Tag Team titles, but would ultimately be unsuccessful. That's why I think Pac decided to go. He fobbed off the UK, he fobbed up Europe, he fobbed off America. That's why he went to America. Uh, to America, that's why he left America to go to Japan. It's not, but I like to think it is because of my own headcanon. Pack would make his debut for the Japanese promotion, Dragon Gate, during their Dragon Storm tour. Um, his spot was meant to be for Matt Seidel, but Matt Seidel had recently got signed to the WWE. He would later be known as Evan Bourne. Dragon Gate needed a sub in, or just someone to fill the void left by Matt Seidel. And Seidel personally, personally endorsed Pack for the Dragon Gate stable known as Typhoon. Typhoon at the time was made up of Shima, Dragon Kid, Ryu Saito, Susuma Yokosuka, uh, Anthony W. Mori, and BB Hulk, all of them, or all of which would either were or become massive names in Dragon Gate in some capacity. Even Anthony W. Mori, who although he had his in-ring career cut short due to injury, he still plays a major role backstage for the promotion even to this day. Pack would make his televised debut with the promotion on night four of the Wrestle Jam tour in 2007 um, at Kurukun Hall in Tokyo. He teamed with Ryo Saito before he was officially part, of, officially indoctrinated into Typhoon. Pack, Ryo Saito would defeat Delirious and Super Shen Long um, and then spend the rest of that tour being undefeated in July's portion of the Wrestle Jam tour. So... It is the first inkling we have of Pac going to Dragon Gate. It would be a pretty big deal. And let's see how we get there. First of all, with August. And Pac would make his triumphant return to Europe. It would be the first time Pac was in Europe in about a month actually. So it really did him not well to lose two European championships in the space of like a week or so. Pac would make his return for the APW promotion in Portugal. Uh, in a best 2 out of 3 falls match winning, or defeating I should say, uh, Johnny Storm in that contest. He would then travel to Chikara back in America in losing efforts to Ricochet and Claudia Classic Whilst up there he stayed for Ring of Honor and would lose to Davey Richards at Ring of Honor Manhattan Mayhem 2, but it's a match that doesn't really get talked about because Manhattan Mayhem 2 was overshadowed by one of the most revered matches in Ring of Honor's entire history, um, which I don't even think was on main. Nope, it was the sub main event to a best two out of three falls tag team match for the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championship, which also reviewed quite highly. But the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, four and a half star, fucking blinder of a match was the Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Championship match between Takeshi Murashima and Brian Danielson. Um, On cage match, it currently stands at 9.46 out of 10 based on an average from 124 votes. Again, Daddy Meltzer gave it four and a half, four and three quarter stars. Bloody hell, I wrote it down wrong. Four and three quarter stars. What's the point of putting a three quarter in there, you fucking hack? Um, but yeah, so for for reasons, no one really talks about Davey Richards versus Pac, um, and their 12 and a half minute fight at Manhattan Mayhem 2. But again, it's all, dare I say, work experience for Pac, get his name out there. More people are aware of him, and that can only mean good things for the future. He would linger around America for a little bit longer, seeing off August by entering his very first PWG Battle of Los Angeles. Tournament. In the first round, he would defeat Jack Evans. Moving on to uh, September, where he made it to the semi finals of the bowler, he defeated Claudio Castagnoli in the quarters and lost to Shima in the semis. Shima would, of course, go on to win the entire thing, that tournament of pack going over again. And this would all be part of a pretty busy month for Pac. He had 14 matches overall in this month this month alone. The most he had for the entire year. Um, he went back to Dragon Gate and that's where a lot of those matches sort of pile in because Dragon Gate, as we'll find out, has some intense touring schedules. Um, it was for the Storm Gate Tour, which I've written down as Storm Mate Tour, which is so much better in my opinion. Uh, he had his first matches against Akira Dazawa in a section of tag team. and I think there was one singles match in there as well. He linked up with his official new stablemates in Typhoon, and in the middle of all, he was able to reclaim his Dub Dub World Lightweight Championship, defeating Dragon Kidley Man, who beat him for the belt not too long ago, at a Dragon Gate, Dub Dub, you can do it if you want sort of deal, at Dragon Gate Storm Gate Night 4 in Shiba, Japan. That Stormgate tour would continue into October, where again, Pac would just rack up the matches um, under Dragon Gate. With his Typhoon Brethren, he competed in matches against Muscle Outlaws, Shingo Takagi, uh, Cyber Kong, New Hazard. The, your, there's a common trait. I feel like it's becoming more prevalent with like more Japanese companies, but I noticed that the most above all with Dragon Gate, they seem to prefer Um, tag team wrestling but there is a lot of the same kind of matches with the four or five stables happening just over and over again but just in different iterations so that's just how dragon gate do it's all about stable warfare for that company which you you can't fuck with you just can't fuck with it pack would make his return to the uk for the first time in 112 days i've converted that to three months and 20 days for some reason because i'm a fucking nerd um 112 days later, back in the UK for a show in Hull. I've never been to Hull. I don't want to. And uh, People who are from Hull also agree not to go to Hull. But whatever, uh, Pack would return to UK via Hull for IPW UK, the Hull debut. Fucking smart thing in there. Uh, he would defeat James Ty in just a throwaway encounter. But you know, ooh, Pac's back in the UK. Immediately, Pat goes back to Europe. Um, this is for a PWE European tour. He would lose to Human Tornado, which he was a PWE veteran, as I figured out. He would also challenge for the PWG World Tag Team Championships. This time, teaming up with Kevin Steen, the man who dethroned him uh, a few months ago. I don't quite know how that all came about. I didn't look into it enough. But Kevin and Pac were unsuccessful in challenging Davey Richards and Super Dragon, the defending champions at a X dub co-promoted show, European vacation to Germany, in Essen, in Germany. Pack would make one last stop in the UK before linking back up with Dragon Gate in November. He would lose to The Last Ninja, which is a great name, uh, for Three Count Wrestling's Remembrance Day show in Middlesbrough. Then go to Dragon Gate for Crown Gate tour, Live Gate tour, NEX Sanctuary, and NX Sanctuary shows basically are they focus on Dragon Gate Dojo grads, so it's kind of like a an NXT or an SCW kind of deal, an OVW sort of thing. Um, so yeah, Crown Gate, Live Gate, NEX, Sanctuary, and the Gate of Destiny pay per view during that course and during this run with uh, Dragon Gate, Pat would get in the ring with the likes of El Generico, Eric Cannon, Shingo Takagi, Genki Horiguchi, BB Hulk, and Naruki Doi a lot of the big names and just great wrestlers that you would have in Dragon Gate at the time. In December, new month, new Dragon Gate Tour, because again, that's how they do. This time it was the King of Gate Tour, along with the Final Gate Mini Tour, which was just sort of slotted in there as well for good luck. Um, Across these two tours, he would wrestle alongside his Typhoon Brethren, of course. Uh, New Hazard and Muscle Outlaws, He would end the month and end the year challenging for the 1PW Openweight Championship. Remember, not too long ago he was the inaugural champion if we were screwed out of it. Um, He would challenge champion Darren Burridge in Doncaster for the 1PW A Very Merry Christmas Show. I already hate it. Uh, Pack was unsuccessful. He doesn't need to waste time with a festive themed championship match. Um, he's, he's, He's better than that. I hate Christmas. That would end PAX 2007. Overall, he had 110 matches with a 49.1% win rate. He would win 54, losing 56. Um, Along the way, he would make appearances, uh, his debut appearances for the likes of Dragon Gate, TNA, and Ring of Honor. And he would end the year with some championship gold, despite the fact that a very brief run of being a triple champ, which I enjoyed so much, Um, he would reign as the DubX Dub World Lightweight Champion, heading into 2008. And in 2008, he would compete for even more companies than ever before, or even more new companies, at least. Uh, he would make appearances for Premier British Wrestling, uh, British Championship Wrestling, New Wrestling Evolution, which would be the Italian company, we're making all the ways I said earlier, and as part of NEW, he would debut the Jungle Pack character, which was really weird, and we'll get to, but, yeah, just kind of odd, really. 117 matches in 2008 for PAC, and we're gonna start, as people should, in January, and we are back in Japan for a series of tour. Primal Gate and Wrestle Jam are on the agenda for this month. Uh, PAC would win the Wrestle Jam $10,000 Battle Royal. Um, I don't think that was in dollars, actually, because Japanese use yen. Um, and I'm pretty sure it's just called, yeah, it's just called the Jam Cup 2008 10,000 survival gate battle royal. I read somewhere it was currency, but who knows? Pac wins it anyways, um and then spends the rest of January doing the standard 1,006 different iterations of roughly the same tag team matches, but did get himself a singles win over Akira Tozawa, showing that, you know, Pac can also cut it as a single star in Japan and giving us a taser, t- a taser, a taster of what's to come in about five years' time, How about that, yeah. February had more bloody Dragon Gate matches. Um, this time it was the Truth Gate tour. Uh, with Typhoon, they would have a selection of matches against Tazawa Yuku, Muscle Outlaws, and a lot of matches against a threesome of Don Fuji, Jorge Rivera, and K Ness. Um, I didn't read read into Dragon Gate enough to realize if there was a relationship between those three, but yeah, an unnamed stable between the three of them just kept fighting Typhoon for some reason. Pac returned to Europe to defend his Dub X Dub World Lightweight Championship against Michael Knight. Of course, he was successful because he's great. And he would have his first IPW UK match since October in a losing effort to Marty Scurll. Into March then, and he would return to the IWF for the first time since May, unsuccessfully challenging for the IWF Heavyweight Championship before heading back to Japan this time for the Glorious Gate Tour, more NEX Sanctuary shows, and the Gate of Generation pay-per-view, at which he teamed up with a competitor called L Blazer, who I could not see has done anything of note since, but whatever. Uh, Pack and Blazer would lose to Tozawa Yuku members, Kenichiro Arai and Taku Iwasa. Um, I'm not Japanese. I'm very, very British, so if I Butcher some uh, pronunciations of names. I'm really sorry. Um, but you're gonna have to chill out with it for the next three and a half years. So please don't take uh, four and a half years. Have fun with that. These appearances with Dragon Gate in March did allow Pac to uh, more chances in singles competition. They would be losing Chances, but still, more evidence that he can throw down single style in the Land of the Rising Sun. He would lose to Masaki Moshizuki, a veteran of Japan, and at this point, already a former Open the Dream Gate champion, and would lose to Super Shisa, uh, a veteran of especially Dragon Gate, and at this point, was already a former Open the Triangate championship champ. Ah, God damn it, I did it again. Open the Triangate champion, God! He returned to the Sunnier Dale's of Doncaster once more for a 1PW show called The Underground No. 7 in a fight for the future six-man gauntlet match. He'd be in the match with Lionheart, Joey Hayes, Gary Player Darkseid, and the eventual winner, Martin Stone. Um, Lionheart in there, a future ICW and three-time PCW uh, heavyweight champion, um, would unfortunately pass away Oh, God. I think it might be two years ago now. Um, phenomenal wrestler in his own right. I was mildly aware of him before his passing. I remember, again, found it awful. First time I heard of him was he was in a botch with AJ Styles. He tucked his head in for the Styles clash. He really, really injured his neck. He came back and had such a like Daniel Bryan-esque rise back up the card to the ICW Championship, where she won. And yeah, he is someone who a kinda like Brody Lee, where it like the scope of who he was as a person got revealed after his passing, and everyone realised that holy shit, he was one of one of the good guys. Which, you know, in wrestling is kind of rare. Pack would Foreman ancient tag team with his former IWF tag team champion partner, championship partner, Harry Payne. Why can not I get champion and championship right? Like fuck's sake. Uh, Harry Payne and Pack would team up to face Paulie C and Robbie Ryder in a losing effort for an IWF event in Long Benton. Fucking bringing it home. Uh, before we move into April where Pac did a double 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 defense, that's three, of his Dub X Dub World Lightweight Championship defending against Tommy End and Mark Rudine. Uh, different shows, both under the dub dub banner. I'm not quite sure. Um, chicanery, they're trying to rob him again, but he won't allow because he's too good. April would be where Pac would make his debut for New Wrestling Evolution, uh, a brash new company making a name for itself, bringing in ex WWE, WCW, and NECW guys. As part of this, Pac would take part in a fatal four-way ladder match to claim a inaugural N.W.E. cruiserweight champion. Uh, in the match, you had Pac, Supernova, not that one from E.C.W., uh, Matt Cross, who the former M.Dog 20, and Future, son of Havoc. It gets confusing. As well as the eventual winner, Juventud Guerrero. Remember him? He's still going, actually. I th- I think he's freelance, or he's with AAA? Well, not a. One of the two. Watch Me get it wrong, these were similar as part of the tour as well. Pac would lose to Supernova in a singles match again, not the one from EC Dub. Back to Japan for the Gate of Passion tour, and Pac would be in a tournament once more to crown a Open the Brave Gate champion. I did not read, read into why it was vacated. I'm going to assume injury because that's usually how Japan works either injury, you can't get it, you can't defend for 30 days, like what happened to Moxley because he got stuck by a storm. Um so yeah, I'm gonna say injury. Injury vacate the belt and there was a tournament to crown a new Open the Breakgate champion. Uh, Pack lost in the first round to Gamma, but Gamma would win the whole thing. Again, Pack is a monkey's paw, I think is the, the right analogy. Uh, you beat him, you go all the way to the top, baby. Uh, he would spend the rest of the month teaming with Typhoon in a assortment of tag team stable versus stable matches. He would stay in Japan going into May where he would finish up the Gate of Passion Tour. He would start up the Aggressive Gate Tour. Along the way Typhoon versus Muscle Outlaws, New Hazard, Real Hazard and just the whole mess and mishmash of various different individual superstars. There would be a bit of a Typhoon Civil War for the Open to Twin Gate Championships. On date 8 of the Aggressive Gate Tour. Um, So Kobe, Japan saw Typhoon members Ryu, Saito and Susuma Yokosuka successfully defend their championships against Typhoon members Dragon Kid and Pac as we head into June and he finished off the DG Tour with a loss to Cyber Kong before returning back to the UK briefly and going back on tour with NWE. This is where we would see the debut of Jungle Pack, which was the exact same as the pack we know and love today, except wrestling barefoot and wearing a loincloth on top of his gear. Um, Sure. I can't find much about why he wanted to do this, but I guess for like just a different character for a different company, I guess. People do it all the time, right? Jungle Pack would lose a three-way dance with RVD and Spartan 3000 BC, who was Matt Cross, Son of Havoc, Dog 20 why the fuck do you have all these ridiculous names, Matt? Uh, that match was won by RVD. And then Jungle Pack would win against SJK, who would be the future of Corey Graves, and would get wins over Spado, what a name, who would grow up to become BLKGs, or Sabian in CZW. Um, who I remember being quite a big deal. I didn't write down his acclaims or his accolades, I should say, but I remember him being quite a big deal in CZW. Uh, the big news coming out of June, though, was on the 1st of June, Pac would under Pac, actual Pac, uh, would vacate his Dub X Dub World Lightweight Championship. It kind of makes sense given the kind of matches he's done already and the kind of schedule he's about to have. Um, he's just spending a lot of time in Japan, and there's not many people associated with Dubix Dub in Japan, apart from maybe Dragon Kid. The two uh traded the lightweight title already. Um, so yeah, I can understand it giving it back to the company, and they can go off and do various things with it. So yes, Pack is now a, a he's a null champ once more. He is just Pack or Jungle Pack if you're in Italy, and. Yeah, that's 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 a that's a thing that happens, but we move on. there will be more championship in the future. Don't don't you worry. We head into July then, and we are back to Japan for a new team in town, who is trying to fuck up Dragon Gate. Uh, the team is called World One, and it's led by Naruki Doi and Masato Yoshino. After they both broke away from Muscle Outlaws, they are going around trying to swing their dicks around and become the big faction and. It just means another tag team to add to the rollercade of stable stable tag team matches that you get and got in Dragon Gate. And uh, there'd be another Gaijin on the scene for Pack to deal with, as El Generico linked up with Tazara Yuku. And as well as that, there was more chance of singles competition in a losing effort to El Generico, but getting a win over Shisa Boy. Pack then challenged for the open Triangate Championship in a fatal four-way elimination twelve-man match. God that's a big block of text there. So PAC would link up with Dragon Kid and Anthony W Mori as part of Typhoon to challenge the then champions Gamma Yamato and Yasushi Kanda representing Real Hazard in the match that also featured World 1 members Masato Yoshino, Naoki Tanazaki and Noki Doi and just a thrown-together tag team of Don Fujii, Magnitude Kishiwada, and Masaki Mochizuki. Real Hazard uh, would successfully retain their championships, and Pack with Typhoon were the second team eliminated from that match. So they are steadily creeping up in the rankings of the Open the Dragon Gate uh, Championship. So you know, Pack is just is slowly creeping up as a as a pretty cool guy in Dragon Gate. August was a quiet month, though. Was uh, just chilling out in, Cal- in back in Cali. Why the fuck wouldn't you? He only had to worry about two matches that the entire month. Uh, he teamed up with the Young Bucks, Matt and Nick Jackson. Wonder what happened to them to defeat El Generico, Kevin Steen, and Susuma Yokozuka. Um, this was all for uh, PWG's All Star Weekend uh, number seven. And then the following night, he would challenge for the PWG World Championship in a losing effort to then champion Chris Hero. And uh, these were his first PWG appearances in just under a year, so he had taken a bit of a break from Pro Wrestling Gorilla, I'm sure they welcome them back with open arms. The September sees him return to Dragon Gate, but not in Japan. <gasps> Dragon Gate was just doing a wee old tour of the US of A, um, probably scoping out grounds for what would become Dragon Gate USA. Keep it hush, it's a secret project. During this tour of the USA, Dragon Gate, um, Pack would face new Typhoon stablemate, Shingo Takagi. Uh, Takagi was expelled from Real Hazard for reasons unbeknownst to science because Takagi is fucking awesome, why would you get rid of him? And as it turns out, Takagi and Pac are actually really good mates uh, behind the scenes. Which, I really like Takagi and I really like Pac, so that, that brings me joy. I, I like that. that, that makes me happy. Takagi would get the win over his mate before Dragon Gate did a cross-branded show with Hawaii-based promotion, Action Zone Wrestling, during which Pac, with his Typhoon Stablemates, would lose to World 1 in a six-man tag team match, before everyone up and went back to Japan for the Stormgate Tour. Uh, Pac would get a one-on-one victory over Z for NEX Sanctuary. Um, Mukkaisi would grow up to become just KZ and was a... Future Open the trying Gate Championship Aficionado I've put down. I think he's held the belt for Swing Daft like 12, 13 times. Um, he's a bit of a whore with tag team partners, but you know, he can he can get that job done. Pat double WT for the Don Fuchi E 20th anniversary shows. Uh, he first of all was in an eight man tag team win over World One, obviously alongside Typhoon and then he would take part in a battle royal that was eventually won by Tezawa. Tag team matches with Typhoon saw off the rest of the month and we go into October. Opens with a Save the Children show with Dragon Gate. Um, Pack teams up with Typhoon stable mates, Dragon Kid and Susuma Yokozuka to lose to World War members BB Hulk, Masato Yoshina and Naruki Doi. From there, it would be the Gate of Victory Tour and then the Atami Genki Detsuyo charity show. Okay. Uh, where Pac would team up with Typhoon's made Susumu Yokozuka to lose to Don Fujii and K Ness. Pac would then get a one-on-one victory over Lionheart at 1PW third anniversary show in Donny, before linking back up with NWE again, challenging for the NWE Cruiserweight Championship in a three-way match, uh, won by defending champion Juventud Guerrera that also saw Supernova, not that one, involved in the match as well in Pamplona Spain, which apparently is German for Spain. Um, that was for the NWE power catch tour. This started a prolonged return to Europe, actually. Um, still can't beat Hovingtude for that fucking NWE Cruiserweight Championship uh, for reasons. Two defeats in two triple threat attempts. He would return to Alternative Wrestling World after just over a year in a losing effort to someone called Marcel Gibbons. And then a two night tournament at a Dub X Dub Chikara cross-branded show and he was part of Team UK alongside Martin Stone. In the first round, they would get a victory against Team Fist, which was uh, Chuck Taylor and Icarus. In the semi-finals, they would also win versus Revolution Purple, which was Adam Pollock and Lazio Fay. And in the finals, they would lose in the Tag Team World Grand Prix uh, 2008 in a three-way eliminator. Uh, the match was won by The Colony, which was Fireant and Soldier Ant. Fucking Shikara was weird. Uh, in a match that also saw the Osirian Portal, which was Amesis and Ophidian. Um, yeah, Shikara in pretty much a nutshell. Except with less diddling. Pack would then make his one and only appearance for all action wrestling um, in a losing effort to Ian Robinson before a, a brief little rattle. In the Netherlands, at which point I don't think Pack had ever wrestled in the Netherlands yet. Uh, a cross promotional show between Freestyle Championship Wrestling, Pro Wrestling Showdown and Pro Wrestling Holland. Uh, we saw Pack challenge for the FCW Heavyweight Championship in a losing effort to old double rival Emil Satoki. I don't know how to pronounce that name. S-I-T-O-C-I. Satoki. Sitosi. I'm going to find out later that it's like Steve or something, aren't I? Crimbo month and Pack just pretty much decided to chill for Christmas. He had some early matches at the start of the month, um, some wins over CJ Hunter for British Championship Wrestling, the first time Pack had wrestled for BCW in over two years. Um, His debut for Premier British Wrestling saw him win against Sean South. Meanwhile, in Japan, there is a three-way, nine-man, tag team elimination losing team, a split match between Typhoon members, Dragon Kid, Ryu Saito, and Sasuma Yokosuka. Real Hazard members, Gamma, Genki Horiguchi, and Yasushi Kanda, and World One members, BB Hulk, McKenzie, and Naoki Tanazaki. First team, I know it's called elimination match, but it's not. Basically, the first team to get pinned has to split. Their faction, and wouldn't you guess? Wouldn't you just know it? With Pac trying to chill out over Christmas, fighting a bunch of dudes in the middle of the UK, going back to an old company of his, an old stomping ground of BC Dub. Typhoon would fucking lose, didn't they? As part of night three of the Final Gate tour, which we've got released as pay per view. Dragon Kid, Saito, Yokosuka. They would fall to World One and Real Hazard, and Typhoon would disband, um, leaving pack along with many others, just, just floating in the air, wondering what was gonna happen next. More injustices face pack as we go into 2009, but that'll be part of the next part. Uh, two thousand eight finished with 170 hundred seventeen matches for pack uh, with a forty-seven percent win rate, uh, winning fifty-five, losing sixty-two, no draws this year again. Um, in two thousand eight, he became an established name for Dragon Gate overall, wrestling eighty-two times for Dragon Gate. Um, he ends the year has a as a null as a null champ. He relinquished the WXW World Lightweight Championship back in June, and yeah, the only thing of note, other than that, was the debut of Jungle Pack, maybe. Um, yeah, for NWE back in June again, June and July, and yeah, a bit of a bit of a dour end to the year four pack, but the fact that he is becoming a established name and a big time, um, a big time dude in Dragon Gate is still calls to be happy, he's doing He's doing good time things. And we were going to Tesla 9, looking forward to him working with NWE and Dragon Gate even further. He'd become a pillar for the short-term or short-lived Dragon Gate UTK project that Dragon Gate launched. Uh, and he'd also find his feet post Typhoon, because again, they just split up because bastardism. Um, and he would also become a prominent fixture at a dublin based promotion called american wrestling rampage which is kind of confusing but we will get there in the next part i hope you're all enjoying it come find me on the socials at lifetime booking tell me i'm doing shit tell me i'm doing alright. tell me i'm doing somewhere in the middle um and yeah come hang out and i will until such times i will see you soon